GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. Hey everyone, welcome to Super Quest Saga, the show where we here at the Dungeon Cast get online and play some Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Will Stark, and I shall be your incarcerating Dungeon Master for this evening. Joining me as always is... Josh Freeland, playing Sebastian Crenshaw, Half-Orc, Paladin, Oathbreaker, Hexblade. Yeah. Hell yeah. I am your special guest, Jake, playing Persephone Gold Petal, the Galactic Druid. Furball. Sorry. I'm Brian. Oh, it's Space Wizard. Echo. <laughs> Don't like these. No. Fighter Rogue. Let's do it. Mm, a, lot of, a lot of moving parts there. So last <laughs> yeah. time on Super Quest Saga, a lot of stuff happened. Um, the singers on Arcadia sent you guys on a mission to gain the waters of the Lassia. Is it the Lassia or the Celia? The Lassia. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to help them heal her from her current predicament. So you guys have been, had been, um, journeying on the outskirts of society till you found yourselves at a very... Um, boondock way station known as Fraser's way station and you guys tried to order sonics for delivery <laughs> no <laughs> spacies you guys tried to order <laughs> spacies for deliveries and that didn't work out i think echo had to go get it hank that- did hank did oh yeah, yeah hank you yes, hank. <laughs> so hank um went and got the food guys were grubbing and then you guys realized something was wrong as the way station was uh prematurely closing and before you guys could react Six paladins dropped out of the sky and kind of kicked your asses. Um, and now you've been incarcerated by Captain Deverex <laughs> and his legionnaires and a couple of dragoons. And you guys have been marched across the way station to a polar harbor. And here you are marched aboard a draconic light cruiser named the Terran Thraxis. Though not a Dragonforge ship, the Terran Thraxis is somewhat dragon like in design, purple, black in color. With a blade-like bow that slowly burgeons wider toward the stern, the ship has two hooking horn-like protrusions hanging down, out, and forward. Around the two main exhausts of the ship are four large fins similar to dragon wings. And as you guys are being marched aboard this ship, Davrax says, mostly to Sebastian, We're taking you to Neocorsia, where you will be court-martialed by the commandant Kellen Regus, as well as the council of DSS Upper Brass. He points to two soldiers that are meeting the the six paladins at the ship. Take these three to the break, full security restraints, and I want two paladins on watch at all hours. Um, you guys are then marched to the bowels of the ship. You guys are placed in separate sealed rooms with heavy titanium doors, and each of you is bound by mechanical manacles to the walls, foot to knee, hands to elbow, it is extremely uncomfortable. It sounds like it. <laughs> um, so you guys are here for two days. What do you guys do? <laughs> I long rest. <laughs> yeah, sure. Everyone long rest. Very uncomfortably. I'm no longer at one HP. This is great. <clears throat> During these two days of being restrained, you are only given four monitor breaks, two for meals and two for relieving yourselves. 
Do you want to do anything? If you even can, can you do anything? Oh, I can do everything. What can you do? I can get out of here whenever I want. Can you? You can't move your hands. I can just. Oh well, I guess I should figure <laughs> out how spells work. <laughs> <laughs> how do these uh, shackles um, inhibit my my wild shape capabilities? I'm not sure. Do how they do change with shape? me or? Hmm. I said, do they change like with me magically or? It's it's less like their manacles and more like your your hands all the way up to the elbow are embedded into the wall above you. Oh, sure. And it's okay. Up your legs up to your knees, so you're like mechanically locked into this wall. Yeah, all yeah. three of you. Yeah, I can get out of here whenever the fuck I want. How I does mean, your wild shape interact with restrained and all that, Jake? Do you know? Let me look that up. That's an excellent yeah. question. I'm not sure. Because I don't think there's any sort of, um, like, semantic sort of, like, components to right. it. It's not yeah, like it's I'm not a, spell. a spell or anything. What about, so, what about you, Brian? Do you need semantic? No, I, yeah. verbal everything. Everything oh, yeah. that I would do right now to escape is verbal. Oh, wow. No semantic. Hmm. Um, except for maybe my big hmm. one. It wouldn't matter because I can get out first. And, yeah, every teleportation thing is verbal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neat. <laughs> that's very handy to know. I guess like there's but there's two people like on the prowl, so I can't like it's hard to have a conversation about like I can I just saying to my comrades like I can get the fuck out of here whenever. Like Yeah, that's true. There's supposed to be two paladins on guard with you guys at all times. I and... guess I'll just like try to speak thieves can't to these dudes. <laughs> well, they can't hear you. You guys are all in different rooms. Oh, my bad. Yeah. That's cool. You've all been separated. Um the two paladins, though, they are on the outside of your guys' doors. Like, even though each of you doesn't know where the other is, each of you knows that there's paladins right outside your door. Okay. Um, and you guys know that there's at least four other paladins, but maybe more aboard the ship. The ship could probably have a crew of, like, 30 people. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that limits things. I'd have to, like, get an idea of, like, my surroundings outside the ship to- mm-hmm feasibly do anything useful yeah i can uh i can knock any lock although it will like alert people but then i can just teleport like literally i got misty step i got dimension door i got thunder step right you also don't know if your ship is on board or not i think you could bet that it probably is yeah it could not be and even if it is though you don't know where it is um yeah, like if I if I turn on like find ship app on my <laughs> sure. bracer and like get free, you uh, know what I mean? We'll say you guys were definitely stripped of all your equipment though. So no armor, no weapons, no bracer jacks, all that's been taken off. Oh, that's a bummer because I'm just trying to be Hank. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I guess when they take your bracer jack off, do you turn into an elf? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the whatever really that item. I actually don't know what that item is that does that. I thought is it was it connected jack? to your bracer jack, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like the idea of almost everything interfacing with my armor, so my bracer jack became part of my oh, armor definitely. and things like that. Yeah. How would one remove my nanobot armor? Well, I don't know if they can. Where is where's the nanobot armor stored normally? My blood. Then you're good. They're not. What are you going to do? Drain you? You're good. Drain it's like the little, nanobot. It's like on my clothes yeah, and my sure. body and stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely. not like. Yeah, it's, it's literally like Tony. If it, if I don't want it to show, it won't. Yeah, sort of. Then thing. you're good. Okay. Yeah. You so still then I'm it. still Hank. Can I be Hank this episode? I mean, I, 
where is there is a device that you were given that you started your character with that gave you this this free transformability? Yeah, I thought I we worked it in your bracer jack. Yeah, but I I just picture every single thing I do interfacing with my armor. So like. I know that's con- that sounds super convenient for right now, but that's fine. literally how it works. You could be Hank the Bullywug. Yeah, I'm, I'm back, baby. What I'm about just you, a sad Bullywug? We discussed extensively how Echo's not going to do anything. So what about you? Two? Um, I didn't see anything in the in the PHB that said anything about not being able to transform. Uh, yeah, while restrained. so at some point, do you like try and break free? Uh. Because I imagine it's going to be pretty loud when you do. Right. And and that's Echo's plan it? is to be patient. Mm-hmm. Like, he can do stuff himself, but he's worried about his compatriots. He can't, like, without an, any more information, he can't just go start doing shit and, like, risk dying. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think after getting the, the galactic space bird smacked out of her, I don't think she's going to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Fair Percy's enough. going to be like, okay, this is a fight I can win if there are 30 of these people that just whooped our asses. So I think she's gonna uh, also stay uh, patient, but okay. I guess ready. If anything okay. happens, we're all like, just waiting for each other to fucking make some noise. <laughs> yeah. Do something. All right, Sebastian, what do you do? Um, if anything, I want to try to commune with Ramazal if possible. Try to Ooh, communicate with that's him. Interesting. Mm. I don't know if I can mm. or not. I am just Help. reach out. Help. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can try to do that. Uh, give me a religion check, I suppose. <laughs> It made it into the show. I I say that into my my work office just kind of intermittently. And it gets echoed like seven times. It's a 12. Yeah. I mean, what what kind of message are you trying to send here? I'm just trying to give him a heads up about the crawling chaos, man. That he needs to be worried that uh, if it keeps keeps spreading the way it is, Mm. it's going to uh, take away all the souls that he sends to hell. Because the crawling chaos is going to take over Ooh, and have control a, yes. over all the souls. You know, I hadn't really thought about it from that angle, but that's you a are correct. Angle. That is what would happen. Yeah. Control the souls. And the crawling chaos may eventually go to hell to try right. to conquer hell as well. So kind of just right. say, hey, this is what we're up against. We're, we're we trying to stop play. it. This is what's happening. So I'll send a little voicemail. Thought, thought <laughs> mail, I, think the, I think with the 12... You're you're very certain that your message has been received in some sort of way. However, okay. that works. Cool. But is that about it? Yeah, I think just chilling, just okay, waiting it out. So like a villain. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, rhyme game was real strong. <laughs> On the night of the second day of your guys's incarceration, Sebastian, you have a fever dream. Ooh. Oh. It's hot. <laughs> a hot fever dream. Um, Hell, Sebastian. You become aware, and your body is a is burning with a searing inner heat. As a matter of fact, I got to take these headphones off so I can like say this without yeah. confusing myself. <laughs> your body's burning with a searing inner heat. You feel an exhilarating thrill of violence Ooh. in your heart. <laughs> you stand in the center of a cathedral with polished marble floors, magnificent stained glass windows, and an opulent vaulted ceiling with mosaics of warriors. Surrounding you are scores of your former legionnaire brethren. Weapons drawn, they charge you from all sides. Mm-hmm. Without hesitation, you summon forth a blade of shadow and flame. Effortlessly, your blade passes through your brothers in arms as their eyes burn out and pathetic whimpers of horror escape their throats. But you care not as elation washes over you and your vision runs red. Ooh. Sebastian, you awaken, still in your bonds, but the smell of brimstone fills the air. Oh, shit. You notice that the lights are out. And the room is dark. 
Oh, shit. The door to your cell is wide open, and a dark armored figure steps into view. Dude. The, in- the individual steps forward and begins to undo your bonds. And then another steps in the room as well. Both of them have heavy cowls obscuring their faces, but the one standing back speaks. Greetings, brother. Our mutual master sends his regards and requests your presence, presence on the flight deck. You will find your companions in good health. You may free them, if you wish. Oh, shit. What? Are they wearing jeans? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sebastian, you're loosened, and the one who loosened you hands you a key, and both leave very briskly. But as they turn, you swear you, you catch a glimpse of one of their faces. And it looks like Iron, Le- Iron Legion Jake. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yes. 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 Hell yeah. Oh. And they leave the room. Oh, what shit. What do you do? Shit. I, I, I proceed out. I kind of peek around outside the door, look around, see if there's anything going on. and Okay. Proceed. So the first thing you notice when you peek out of the room is that the two who freed you are not there. They're gone. They vanish. Shit. The next thing you notice is there's, there's two dead paladins on the floor with their eyes burned out. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> In hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, do I know where uh, where Percy and Echo are located? Are they like next to me or like in that general hallway that I can just know where to go? You don't go? know. Okay. In but this- you do notice all the doors in this hallway are open. Okay. And there's three other there's three other doorways in this hallway. Okay, I'll go check out the doors. See okay. if they're in there. There's I'm not going to say anything. I'm trying to be quiet. Your door, still. and okay. then there's two, uh, thirty feet to the right. Okay, so I'm going to peek in the one across from me. See if there's okay, anything inside. In there. You find that it is Echo's chamber, and he is asleep, manacled to the wall. Oh, cool! I want to approach slowly. Say, Echo, Echo, wake up, wake up, Echo. Huh? <laughs> What's up? We gotta get out of here, man. I gotta keep. Oh shit! Okay, You're still hanging. I oh, missed a step. <laughs> okay, oh, so yeah, shit. you get out of your. Oh, hang on a second. Earlier. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, your shoes untied, Sebastian. Oh, it is. Huh? He looks down. I'm behind you now. What the? <laughs> Stupid. And you're now doing this? You didn't do this Made before? You look. Yeah, well, I couldn't. I didn't want to die. What's up? <laughs> Good point. Hey, so uh, I had this like crazy dream, and uh, I think I think. My hell brethren's helping me out here, man. Oh, good. Hell yeah. Uh, come, come check out the hallway, man. There's two paladins. <laughs> eyes burned out. There's some crazy shit. I think we got to go get Percy and get the hell out of here. Radical. Heavy um, metals happening. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little uncomfortable, but this is convenient. <laughs> Sebastian, you'll remember that um, one of them told you that your mutual master sends his regards and requests your presence on the flight deck. Yeah. Okay. Let's get Percy, and I need to get up to the flight deck. You want to take the key and get Percy and meet him in the flight deck? Dang, you got keys and everything, huh? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Let's do, do it. it. I'll take the key. Thanks, um, Echo, Hank, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whoever you are. Call, Echo's fine. That's a code name, so you can oh. keep calling me that. Gotcha. But Hank is good, too. All right. Cool. Code name Hank. <laughs> okay, so that sounds like you guys are splitting up. Sebastian, are you heading for the flight deck? Okay, um, Echo, you were given a key. What do you do? I'm gonna go stealth about, okay. and um, like I can become invisible if I want to, and do that if that's gonna help. But I'm I'm just gonna be stealth until I hear somebody coming, and then try to become invisible if I have to, or teleport away. Okay, go um, ahead and give me a stealth check. We'll start there. Okay. Me 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 me. Whatever this is, 
14 plus like fucking 11 or some shit. Yeah, you're super stuck. 9 plus 9. So as you guys exit the room, you realize there's really only oh, one plus direction. 12, sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Very stealthy. Um, you guys, when you guys enter, exit the room, you guys realize there's really only one direction to go down this hallway. It dead ends mm. on one direction. And the other direction, there's a couple more open doors, and then it keeps going forward to some stairs. Okay. So, Sebastian, are you just going straight for the stairs and leaving Echo behind? Well, if, if we're going the same direction, I'll just follow. We'll, we'll just go together at that point. I thought it was in the opposite directions. But if in the same direction, go the stairs and to the, the other doors. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. Let's split up. Let's split we up. The same way. Okay. So, do you guys look in the, the open doorways? Yeah. yeah. There's one on the right and one on the left. I'll look in the one on the right. I'll look at the left. Sebastian? <laughs> do you look in the one on the left? left. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the one on the left. Ah. Uh, Percy's in there. Asleep, manacle. Okay. Oh, oh, just over let here. Me just skip. Let me just skip by. Oh, yep. Yeah, I gotta like move around, big Sebastian. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a chubby <laughs> bullywug. Uh, okay. Um, Percy. Yeah. Percy, wake up. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's hey, up? It's time to go. How are you out of okay. your room? Yeah, some some dark ass shit just happened, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those crazy dreams again and the next thing I know some dark figures came in and let me out and there's two dead paladins in the hallway so uh, I think we need to go oh shit yeah yeah you yeah got, we do and I need you to get some flight deck fucking visions <laughs> I know <laughs> and I, my, my presence is called upon the flight deck I need to get up there quick who's got you got the key oh wait oh, no. uh, echo does jingle go. jingle click 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 uh, sure yeah Percy's <laughs> out okay Sick, and now there's three of you. So you guys don't know where the flight deck is, but um, okay. but it's up to you guys how you want to approach it. Mm, do we have any general idea of like directions, like where we're at in the ship right now? Or do we just... Stairs. You're, Stairs. You guys are probably in the bowels of the ship, and the flight deck's going to be up, 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 probably. Go up and forward. Up, up is the this ship also a got... dragon? It's dragon-like, but it's not a dragon the way yours guys is. Uh, Hank says... Uh, I reckon we're in the rectum. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the stairs. Let's go up. I hate that. All right. You guys can give me investigation checks to see what you find along the way and how well you find your way to where you're going. Let's go. Plus zero. Plus three. That's an 18 Uh, for Seb. Nice. Uh, 14 for me. And what was yours, Jake? Uh, 11. Okay. So. 21. Sebastian, <laughs> with your with your knowledge of like legionnaire ships and just ships in general at this point, you're able to find your way pretty quickly. And every hallway you guys go down, you guys find more dead draconic star sovereignty and legionnaire forces Ooh. with burnt eyes out. Oh shit! And you also notice <laughs> you come across two figures that they're dragonborn and they are notably stripped of their armor. And you have an inkling that those were probably the dragoons, and they've been robbed. Oh, shit. And eventually you find your way to the upper decks and then the elevator to the flight deck. And when you find your way here, you guys find a four-chaired room roughly the same size as the flight deck on the Dragonforged. Okay. Um, There are two dead crew members in here with their eyes burned out. Um, But lying in the pilot's seat, is one Captain Dabarax's body. His eyes are not burned out, but he has been stabbed in the chest with a long sword. His armor is soaked in blood. There is 
the fly console before him, and it's completely dead with the exception of a single flashing red button. What do you guys do? Oh, Cappy Daffy. Let's stroke his hair. <laughs> a lot of stabbing today. A lot of slicing. Get more like his tendrils. He's dragonborn. In the last couple of days, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to approach the, the terminal and look good, approach the red uh, blinking button. You press it? Uh, yeah, if there's nothing else around, I'm, I'm going to push it, see what happens. Okay. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> guys, there you go. <laughs> a hologram appears above the pilot's console. Oh, phew. <laughs> the hologram That's depicts close. a swirling, undulating mass of red and black, giving an unmistakable impression of blood and smoke. Two glowing eyes emanate from behind the mass. Oh, wait, it changed my mind. <laughs> you guys hear Ramazal's voice. And I'm going to take my headphones off. You can interrupt me if you want, but this is going to help me read better. Gotcha. I'll help you. Okay. With the... Yeah. Greetings, Oathbreaker. Your gratitude is not necessary. I have only preserved you because it serves me to do so. You are to repay me with your immediate service. If you have chosen to retain your allies, then I call their favor due as well. Contracts with me, unlike your antecedent organization, are binding, and forsaking oaths made to me demand swift retribution. It is on such a reckoning I am dispatching you. Long ago, I entered into a contract with a powerful sorceress who desired to become an unrivaled terror upon the galactic seas. Plunder and power paired with eternal life to enjoy it to its fullest. Upon her, I bestowed an artifact of eldritch and abominable design, the Soul Eater. A device that can devour and store the souls of the weakened and the dead. With access to unlimited souls, the sorceress could eternally maintain her undead form in exchange for one in every ten souls she consumed, the soul eater would be hers. It would seem her conceit and greed know no limitations. I have not received payment in a year's time. Yet her ship eats fat upon the souls of the vanquished amongst this great war. I will not be denied. You were to go to these coordinates by the eighth of Unum. And at this point, uh, coordinates appear with the hologram. Two massive armies are on the verge of open hostility. The death total should be more than enough to draw out your quarry once the bloodshed is complete. You will know her when you see her. A massive black ship with a gaping maw open in endless hunger. The Bellerophon, and at its helm the pirate lich queen Ryoka. Infiltrate her ship. Retrieve the soul eater. You need not slay Ryoka, but if you do so, you will gain my favor. Fail me, and you will suffer my displeasure. Finally... I have left a gift for you, my young paladin. In the chair beside you, I am sure you've noticed your former commanding officer. He's been left alive, albeit barely. Claim his soul in my name before you leave. That will be all. And the hologram vanishes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's nice. Damn. That was thoughtful. Okay. Jeez, I want to kill him. <laughs> Jerk. Jerk face. So so what what do you guys say to all that? I, I just look at Percy and Echo like big old, big old eyes like oh shit. You guys ready Is to go on another like, adventure? <laughs> <laughs> Is Davy like shallow breathing like in the chair like you, I mean you guys didn't investigate the body, you're free to. I investigate the body. Give me an investigation or medicine check. Investigation. I'm not healing this fuck face. Um uh, wait, not three twelve. Twelve. You can, there's a very slight pulse and very shallow breathing. This man's dead no, one way or another. 
and he'll probably be dead within the hour. Well, it looks like he's all teed up for you, big guy. I'll just kind of like get, I'll get it. I'll get his body shifted to have his neck like over the back of the chair, so his head's like looking up towards the ceiling. There you go. Damn, Um, Sebastian. Yeah, Percy. Percy's just gonna uh, eyes wide as well, and just um, I I don't think she'd be like super cool with this, (laughs) and she uh, she'll just say. I mean, we have to we have to fulfill the contract, or he's going to send somebody just like how he's sending us to them. Uh, but I'm not going to watch this, and I'm just going to walk off the flight deck. Yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, um, I mean, I I have like a, I feel like I killed this guy already, like once over. <laughs> and then he just decided to live him and his friends. <laughs> so I'm bitter about it, yeah. but I'm like. I'm like, dude, at this mm-hmm. point, it's kind of out of Echo's hands. Like, yeah. you might as well. Like, I see the rationale in this. Just kill this guy. Like, Well, not kill him. Send his soul to Yeah, just send his soul to hell. But that's up to Bass. Like, I'm not going to kill him. He's dead either way to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if if this is going to help. Hey, look, man. Uh, this is all, this is all <laughs> weird for me. But if it's going to help keep us in standing. Like, I investigated this body with a 12. And he's going <laughs> to die. So, you know. With a 12, that's pretty good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at investigating. Uh, what are you thinking? You going to do it? I purposely didn't use any of the, the powers that came from hell when we faced them the first time. But I feel like I didn't notice my... that. <laughs> that's yeah. actually, you know, that's. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, this is undoubtedly a case of yeah. you will have to choose to send a good man to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what they say about, like, lawful good, though. Jesus. Well, I have chosen my new path, and I feel like I have to follow it. I don't know what's going to happen if I don't. If I break this, I will have to do this. And with Sebastian, um, we don't have any of our gear, do we? So when I have to... You have to drop the elbow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a sword in his chest? Um, Just because you don't have your your sword doesn't mean you can't claim a soul by killing yeah, yeah. Um, well i was i wanted to do I'll, something but i didn't have i don't have my stuff so here how about yeah. this i'll pull my sword and i'll hand it to sebastian oh, okay all right i've always got my sword um i don't want to watch though either <laughs> I, I um and also buddy sorry man this is this sucks sebastian you find yourself alone in the room with Captain Davarex's dying body. I'm actually just in the corner with my hands over my ears. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think at this point, Sebastian's going to uh, mumble uh, something in orc under mm-hmm. his breath and then plunge the dagger in the back of his head, like up to the head okay. of the sword. Kind of like a quick little yeah. death to the back. Kind of hold the front of his head and just... Just kind of pop that sure. cerebral yeah. cortex. <laughs> his eyes burn out as his soul is sent to Nessus. Mm. Or I guess um, Kiboros. Oof. And I'm just going to stand there over the body just staring. Not moving. Mm-hmm. Did so you he do it? <laughs> so you guys... I heard um, something. Did you do it? <laughs> I, I did the thing. I did it. I did, it. <laughs> I did the thing. Okay, I'll right, you, I mean, you guys have free reign of, of this ship right now. I mean, I guess theoretically you could steal this ship. That's up to you guys. Um, but you could search for the Starling. Um, you could search for your equipment. 
Just tell me what you guys want to do. Yep, time to pull data. I'm going to go up to this console and yeah, sure. just start pulling what, siphoning whatever data is available in there that I can get. Starling, yeah. what's up with this ship? Okay. Is there a tracker on it? Can I disable it? Can um, I sell the ship for money? Ooh, uh, mm. good thinking. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me a used computer check. Thank you. Um, am I proficient in that? Um, I don't know. I'm going to say I am. Um, but anyway, that's going to pull me up to... Wait, where's my profi- where, where the fuck is the proficiency bonus? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, 11. Okay, so um, you're easily enough able to find the, the map of the ship, and you're able to see where the hangar is. You're able to see where, like, different storage caches are, where they probably are keeping your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that this thing... Definitely has big tracker on it. You're not sure if you can shut it off or not, but with 11, you, you're you not. Um, trying to think. That's about it. Um, yeah, I'll relay that it's not safe to um, keep this ship or stay on it for long mm-hmm. um, without consequences of, you know, intervention from parties we'd rather not have to deal with. Um. I'll notify Sebastian in particular about the tracker since I know he knows um, these systems most likely. And uh, he has like cybernetics and stuff. So maybe that'll, I don't know if that'll be useful for disabling like a tracker. Anyway, I'll throw it. I'm going to, I'm going to alley oop it up to Sebastian to do the slam dunk or whatever. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Well, I think right now Sebastian's. Is he able to download the message from Ramazol? Is it like a message or is it just something? Yeah, it's a message and you can okay. totally download it. Okay, because I want the coordinates and everything. Because if we're leaving yeah. the ship, I need to put, put it into to Echo's ship. So we download all that information. Um, I, I think at this point, we just need to grab our stuff, get whatever we can, and just get an Echo ship and get going. I want to. I do want to check Dabrak's body, though, see if there's anything on him. Um... The sword that was put in his chest is a plus one long sword. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's right. I just wanted to see. It? Yeah, might as well for now. Yeah, until give we me find a my stuff. Saving throw. Oh okay. no! <laughs> it was a trap. It's a mimic. That's a fourteen. Not good enough. Where my d tens? What the fuck? But the long sword is garst. <laughs> now it's just holy, and he's unholy now. Oh. oh. Um, ten, Ouch. Six, it's going to burn. Ten, burn with a light. Three, four, seven, um, 24 plus. What's 24? 31 radiant damage yes. to you. God. Echo's going to. You gonna, can't like, hold the sword. Yeah, Echo's going to like drop kick Sebastian off of it because you can't, you shouldn't have like your feet planted when you're trying to remove somebody <laughs> from getting electrocuted. You just see me guys like light up like a Christmas tree, like, <laughs> it's trying to find ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Echo. What? Oh. Oh, shit, man. Gotta be careful. Oh, I mean, shit, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to be Echo again. <laughs> There's nobody here for yeah, to be yeah. Hank. <laughs> okay, so uh, that happens. You can't grab it. I'm sure one of these two could if they wanted to. Not after that. Okay. <laughs> well, like, can I do an Arcana check to see what happened specifically? Maybe I'll know data. Sure. Okay. Roll good dice, please. Shit, yeah. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, 
19 plus 9. So what's that, 28? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know that this is a this is a sword that was, like, christened by an opposing religious order. And, like, by him touching, he's not allowed. I'll tell that. Like, you can't do this shit anymore, man. <laughs> you left this all behind. I forgot, man. That's, <laughs> now I know. I don't want to remember that next time. Um, I think we're a good person. Do you want a plus one long sword? Uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no use for it. All right, so I take it you guys are going to move on. Yeah. All right. You guys find your equipment, and you guys find the Starling um, unhitched and ready to for takeoff, so someone left it ready for you guys. All gassed and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you guys I, hop in? Did I, oh, you have to pay for fuel up front. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah. You hop in and take uh, off? Uh, do we want to do anything cool with this ship? Do we want to, like, send it into a, the local star, or, like, what's up? <laughs> Do we need yeah. to? No. Oh. <laughs> do we need to do anything except for <laughs> save the galaxy? Yeah. No, well, if no, if no. we do destroy this ship, there might not be any records of what happened here that we even escaped. That's what I'm thinking is, like, let's burn this bad motherfucker. Yeah, I think it's send a good it idea. Into the local, is there a local space battle we can just kind of <laughs> propel this thing into the middle of and let it get torn to shreds? I think the, uh, the, the toss it in a sun thing is, uh, is smart. No, mm-hmm. like, wreckage to... To be had, yeah. Yeah, 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 like hyper, good. like remote hyper jump yeah, it into yeah. the near star. Yeah, <laughs> why, why, I'll, I'll need like... a good used computer check to get that all Ooh, programmed up. There you go. Okay, come on, Echo. This is come a military on. vessel. It's got some passwords and shit. This die hasn't fucked me yet. This I session. like your idea though. So Do some rogue shit. Oh yeah, baby. That's a seventeen plus four. You're good. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You you get mm. it. You you put it. It's hyper jump on like a timer. So it's time to jump in ten minutes or so, mm. um, and you and you set it towards crashing through a star. Yeah, Hell and then yeah. Um, we're gonna jump to like a view of it <laughs> in the Starling, so we can see the shit go down. Okay, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Yes. absolutely. Um, yes. So you guys get in the Starling after doing this. You mm. exit the ship, and a communication starts coming in over the radio. Um, over my radio. Over your radio. Is it Starling Radio? Yeah, so it's uh, elf people or you whatever. Don't know that. Uh, I don't have like a screen, like a like <laughs> is it a private ID? caller. What's I mean, up? It, it does it's spam. Not the encoded message you would get from your people. Okay, um, potential spam. Oh man, we're busy. All right, uh, everybody, stay cool. Be quiet. Mm. Uh, right. <laughs> the voice of um, someone you guys don't know necessarily comes on, and it says. You've done well, brother. I give you one uh, last party gift. You may want to take the tracker they placed on inside your arm out. Oh. oh. And then the communication ends. And then you guys see a ship you didn't notice before hovering like a mile out. Pfft, hyper jump, and it's gone. There go Iron Legion, Brian, and Jake. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yes. And that's the last we'll probably see, though. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> We're Roman evil, Legion. Brian. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like him for a reason. I should say Black Legion, Brian and Jake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try to see if I can find this tracker in my arm then. Uh, yeah. Give me a cybernetics check. Or you can spend an hour. No, I'll see if we can do it real quick. Quicker I can yep. get it done. So. Ooh, that's a 13 plus 4, 17. Yeah, that's pretty good. You go delving around looking for a tracker specifically, and yeah, sure shit, you notice they, they had a tracker on you probably Son since you were on Sovereign. 
Oh, which damn. Is, that was Interlude 3. So Damn. They've been tracking your location the whole time. Oh, shit. I don't know. Take it out and throw it inside the, the ship. Okay. So leave it behind. Let it burn yeah. up in the star. Okay. So they think that That's I went Oh. We could... <laughs> <laughs> there's so many options here though <laughs> but I guess yeah that's that's good to just burn it up okay so you guys are going to jump ahead to watch the Taranthraxis burn in a sun yeah so like if we're sending it <laughs> in a straight line into the sun uh, I want an angle like, sure, of the absolutely. star you guys get front row seats and yeah you see this big uh, draconic light cruiser just bullet into the sun and like the heat from the star start to just uh, dematerialize it layer by layer mm. and eventually just completely disintegrates. Nice. Interesting. Uh, popcorn? Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, um, you guys know it's Virtus the 35th. It's eight days until the 8th of Unum. What do you guys days. do? What do you guys decide to do in these eight days? Um, okay, so we don't have time to go do our fucking juice mission. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Juice mission. How far are these coordinates from where we are? Um, five days. Five days. Mm. So we have technically five days worth of jumping and flying. Three and days of it's um it's well into Goblin Republic space territory. Mm. You guys right now are in the middle of the DSS. Let's make a plan. Let's find somewhere safe and make a plan. And I've got safe places. Let me take yeah. my boys to a safe place. Okay. You know that the nearest um, safe place. That you have that's between here and your guys' final coordinates is a moon called Jexic. Jexic. Mm-hmm. Do you head there? Yeah. Boop, beep, 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 beep. Jexic. <laughs> After two days, you guys can get there pretty pretty quickly in comparison to most other places. Jexic um, exists just outside DSS territory and is a rogue city on a volcanic moon. Dark, smoky clouds obscure the dome city. Ruled by no one and bound to no laws, it is every man for themselves in this municipality of brigands, smugglers, and opportunists. Nice. Um, I'll spend a couple days trying to teach basic thieves cant to my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. If, we're, if we have downtime like that, then I'm just going to, like, this has come up far too many times. I'm going to <laughs> switch out cantrips to make this work. Okay. Um, so I'll probably end up dropping this worthless-ass mending cantrip that takes one minute. And, um... <laughs> How many times have you tried using that in combat? I There's know. been at least a handful. Like, oh, damn it. I, I can't it. do it. No, no. It it's doesn't work. True. Oh, no. I, I did it in... Um, I mended Prim's toy. That's you right. did. That's right. You did. And that's yeah. like the... And a gas can or some shit like <laughs> yeah. that. And I ignored the one minute thing. But like, we weren't in combat or anything. Hold the doll for a minute. Um, yeah. So I'm, you're using a cantrip here? No. I, I'll, when I level up, I'm going to switch up my okay. mending cantrip. You two, give me intelligence checks to see how much of these can't you even pick up. Ooh. That's a fourteen. Ooh, that's a four. Okay. <laughs> Percy's not fucking. Yeah, Percy does not compute, but, but Sebastian picks up some. I think maybe it's because the inherent the inherent structure of the language is lies. <laughs> it just doesn't seem to be like getting in there. I don't. Is it like hand? Is it hand motions or is it like a? Le- I don't understand. <laughs> what is it? And that we can't even get past that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's interesting because I haven't had to use it yet, and I thought I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get a chance to use it, 
Um, but I feel like it would be good to have basic commands mastered between at least some of us. So if we lose our bracer jack and, you know, like if we can't talk to each other in a normal way, it might be good to just be able to signify trouble somehow or like mm. like a, convey, like spring that spring the trap, like action, you know, like let's move that sort of stuff. Like the very basic, like. You know, so there's probably a verbal component of the language and a somatic component of the of the language for mm-hmm. multiple situations. So, like a damn hand talk. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think like hand talk is good for like sneak stuff. Like, mm-hmm. okay, move. Like, yeah. you know, I could teach some basics there. Okay, but like the the verbal component, like actually holding a real conversation and like conveying information, is probably what's losing. Percy. Uh, Percy. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, you guys arrive, and I don't know. Echo, you know the place, so you're able to secure cheap parking. We'll say like I don't know, <laughs> twenty a day, twenty credits a day. That's okay. really cheap. Um, best, um, you have twenty credits a oh, day. Yeah. You guys are broke still, aren't you? Yeah, I got you. Well, theoretically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. So, Jexic is a is a really run down town, um, mainly used by smugglers and illegal drug. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Cartels, uh, peddlers, not ped- but yes, there are peddlers here. But um, a drug Lord? cartel, drug cartels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Hey. Um, the people who live here, they're not raising families here. It's yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm looking for just wherever we're gonna like my. I'm looking for a buddy here. Okay. Like, you, you I know should a be guy, able to sleep full freezies and on the, on the low key. Yeah. You know a guy who you have a pretty good rapport with? His name is Jimmy Ruffles. He's a Duergar who <laughs> works an illegal arms uh, shop. Oh, yeah. um, he will accept all kinds of payments, and he has his ways of, like, you know he'll be able to figure out how much you got on that card and how to get that card and what all that other stuff. Mm. And uh, it sounds like you guys are going to go on a dangerous as hell adventure against a Lich Queen. So maybe you guys need to up your arsenal. Yeah, I'm basically to these guys, I'm like, maybe we need to go talk to Jimmy. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Um, Let's go to Jimmy. I thought it would have been like I always picture his name's Jimmy Ruffles, so I just picture him as Eric Okra, but he is Durgar. <laughs> hey man, I go what you wrote in your thing. I know I should have should have made him. He is a Durgar. Yeah, um, yeah, a little gray bearded. A little gray bearded, like no personality, like just not no personality, but like a blank stare always. Just like definitely deadpan. Yeah, deadpan. That's a good word for it. So you guys find your way to a small rundown shop called Granger's Adventure Supply. Um, Echo, you know that this is just a front. You go in and it's like real basic equipment. You can tell no one actually buys anything here. Yeah, there's a game poster on the back wall, and I lift it up, and there's a switch behind it, and then a staircase opens <laughs> to my right. Yeah, sure. That, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to have you use your Thieves Camp, but we can do that instead. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Team Rocket's downstairs. Team Rocket's downstairs. <laughs> so you guys go down this nearest stairway, and it leads to a small room with a, um, a countertop and a plexiglass screen, and behind that plexiglass is also, like, metal grating, and behind that is a duergar with short white beard and a really cool-looking white mohawk mm-hmm. and well-muscled, probably stands about four foot three. And Jimmy, it's been a long time. 
Oh, uh, Echo, it's been a long time. Sorry, my name's Jimmy. You're Echo. (laughs) Echo, it's been a long time. Uh, Jimmy, it's good to see you. You get taller. Uh, You know I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What do you need, Echo? We need need help, Jimmy. We need help real bad. You know I got what you need. I know you do. But you got what I need. The the card? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Flip out of my He opens like a, a little thing that you can slip it under. To get to him? Yep. Okay. He takes it. He, like, runs it through a machine. Um, yeah. I'll be, like, it takes, scoping my nails and shit. Like, oh. It takes, like, five minutes. So, and, uh, and he doesn't give you the card back, and he says, you have 200,000 credits. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. oh. Good find. Shall I show you my wares? You shall. <laughs> so, he gestures to the right, and there's a doorway that you guys can enter through. Okay. Um, and then he goes through a doorway on his side to the right as well. Cool. I'll go over there. Do you guys go through? I yeah. follow Echo. Okay. Echo's door. So you guys door. enter into a 50-foot wide, 50-foot deep, 50-foot tall room with metal walls, floor, and ceiling. But otherwise, it's featureless. Um, on the right wall, though, is a large window made of this thick glass. And Jimmy's on the other side in front of a computer console. And he says, welcome to the to the hologram armaments. Um, I can... Uh, it can uh, replicate whatever it is you're looking for. I have a wide stock, wide and varied. Uh, what is it that the three of you need? Jimmy, it's been a long time since I've been back here. Do you have it like a catalog? <laughs> <laughs> sure thing. And he, he types in uh, some stuff in the computer and a hologram appears up on the wall. And it's got just a long <laughs> list of, of all the equipment he's got available. Yeah, okay. Um so how do you guys want to approach this? Hmm. I had you guys send me some magic items. We're going to reflavor them. Um, how do I turn on the filter on this? Oh, wait. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. Sort by plus one, plus two. <laughs> okay. Um, Are there pictures? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Okay. Yes. There's yeah. probably like you you can filter it and then click something. And it'll it'll pull up a photo, it'll, like a description. Hell yeah. Some real so, good stuff. Well, let's get into the mechanics of how this is going to work. Yeah. I had you guys look through the DMG, <clears throat> and I said, look at items that are either rare, uncommon, or common. Yeah. The way this is going to work is rare items run at 50K, um, uncom- uncommon items run at 20K, and common items run at 10K. Okay. And we can go from there. All right. Well, let me bring up the list that I sent you. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, I already know what I'm getting. If the group is cool with it, um, yeah. So what do you what do you? <clears throat> so I picked out um, Echo's greatest weakness that has been exploited over and over again is his shit HP. Um, <laughs> and even though it's a very powerful 69, it's just simply hey. not enough. <laughs> um, so uh, I chose an amulet of health. Which, okay, that one's gonna run me 50. That'll be 50k. Okay, so there's my nice. big boy. So. You you say uh, what do you say? Um, ooh, like look at look at this. Uh, I look at um, I look at Giant Sebastian mm-hmm. and his big arms and shoulders, <laughs> and then I look at Persephone and imagine all the the bonus HP that she mm-hmm. gets. He's like, what do you guys think about this one for me? Uh, this is gonna raise my con score up to plus four. Yeah, you'll get a plus four. It, gonna, it raises ooh. your constitution to nineteen. Yeah. This is gonna give oh, me a little damn. extra extra juice. I mean, like I. I used to never get hit by shit ever before Jimmy I met you, you guys. And he presses enter, and right in front of you, Echo, a red um, 
talisman that you pin to your shoulder talisman. like materializes and oh. it begins to fall as soon as it's done materializing do you catch it yeah okay do i need and a slide of hand jimmy says go ahead and put it on try it out uh yeah cool i'll put it in like the my diaphragm like iron okay, man cool and <laughs> immediately you feel like this magical um energy booster fill you you just feel full of vigor Oh. And your HP climbs by however much that makes your HP climb, which I think is like, like 30. 30. Yeah, we'll 30 we'll figure it like out that. later, but oh, yeah, it's. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, "That'll that'll run you 50k." Yeah, 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 it will. Um, <laughs> he, he enters it in, and then yours disappears because yeah. it wasn't real in the first place. Oh dang! There's a, a lot of veins were in my <laughs> neck, and now they're not. <laughs> I thought um, about that item as well. I did too. That was on mm-hmm. my list. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can all get one, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So we're you got the budget for it. We're sharing two hundred k. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now we have a hundred and fifty. Just so I, so I don't know what the level of all the shit that I sent you was, Will. So I don't know how to um, make this decision. <laughs> I didn't mark if something was common or not. Um, I have a list. Yeah. Sort of by rarity, so let me oh, okay. take a look at some of your stuff that you sent me. So the one that was uh, most important were, was the, the Bracers of Defense. Let me see here. That was the big one, because I want to raise my AC when I'm Percy. So I'm pretty sure they're going to be rare. It, it probably is. Yeah, Everything. they're rare, so that's 50k. Okay. They'll give you a plus two to AC if you're not wearing armor or shield. So the stipulation, I'm I'm wearing the... Uh, the future light armor, right? And we had done it as you are. At, we had done it as studded. I was going to yes. see if we could just get rid of that no armor and shield shit, and I could still wear that. Plus, okay, the, that's the, fine. The, the I can accept bracers. that. Miss fourteen okay. AC. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's yeah. it's thirteen, so that's why that I was like, small. shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fifty k if you want them, and he'll type them in, and um, it'll it'll be just like two plain bracers. Yeah. But then he's like, we can also style them however you want. And he starts, like, typing stuff in and, like, you get, like, different animals or, like, floral or whatever you want. It's free, free embroidery. Yeah. Ooh. Um, a laser edge message. Yeah. Okay. I do want that. And then the okay. – well, Freeland, what, what were you thinking? Just so we're I down can to 100K now. Freeland, make this decision. I mean, yeah. I, okay. Mm. Freeland, I'm sorry, but some of the items on your list – You'll never be allowed to have. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It's so it's too OP. OP. Oh no, like, sure. I just, I just picked out the ones. I was like, oh, those are cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your so, uh, your like slots are full for like <laughs> AC boosts. <laughs> Mister Twenty whatever AC never gets hit by shit. Um, but I came up with some cool names for some of your wands that you picked because okay. I thought those were fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. So Jimmy's looking at you, Sebastian. And he says, "Nice arm you got there. Uh, uh, is that doubles the cannon." Oh, you know it does. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll have the wrist some... go in and like open up the cannon. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I definitely have some uh, some upgrades that should be compatible. Let me yeah. see. He starts typing stuff in. He's like, oh, we call this one the Supernova. And he like types something in. And then like this big canister appears. And it has like this fluid in it that glows like a bright orange red. Okay. And he says, attach that to your forearm. See what it does. It's I'll, uh, I'll like, it. let me upgrade, to let me upgrade. <laughs> and Jimmy, Jimmy and Bass are having like a fucking grand old time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so, so what do you do? I'll, I'll, I'll attach it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So yeah, you do that. You go to use like your cannon arm and yeah. you feel like this heat coming off your arm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all your, your your side panels start glowing orange red and then a boom, 
fireball bursts out. Oh, hell explodes. yeah. Explodes. So you oh. with this, you would be able to cast fireball, I think, up to seven times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you did um, the wand of fireballs. I was also yeah. I was also thinking that <laughs> those wands were super dope. Yeah. He go, and then he goes, I have a couple more. I got uh, one we call the needler and the other Ooh. one we call the fulminator. I'm I'm curious fulminator. about those. What are those? Okay, do? which one do you want to try? The the fulminator. Hell yes. Okay. What a so, name. So yeah, your the supernova disappears okay. and the fulminator appears and it's like this blue electric energy that's just crackling con- constantly in this canister. Mm-hmm. And let me pull up the thing. Uh, there it is. How do I right click it? So th- you fire this thing off and a, an enormous blue lightning bolt comes out of your cannon. And with this, it looks like you got seven charges and you're able to cast lightning bolt from your arm. Mm. That's seven times a day, essentially. Ooh. That's pretty badass, too. That's nice. Um, You try out the Fulminator. This one is uh, a canister that has, like, this pink liquid in it, but also has, like, these weird pink crystals, like, jutting out of it. Okay. And this is a wand of magic missiles, and basically (laughs) you're able to cast magic missile X amount of times a day. Let me see here. Wand of... Oh, it's not here. Why is it not here? one of my favorite spells. Oh, that's actually an uncommon, your wand of magic missiles. Oh. That's pretty fucking cool. Ooh, that's 20. Not bad. Not bad. So you would be able to cast seven charges of magic missile. Each time you oh. blast a missile, one of these crystals literally like it's sucked in and blasted out of your oh, cannon. Cool. <laughs> it's basically the needler from Halo. And yeah. is it, um, yeah. can you stack charges? You can stack charges. And you can stack charges on all these. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any of those catch your eye. Oh, of course they do. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm. I like Ring of the Ram a lot. I don't know if you guys saw that one. <laughs> I, I, have, I don't remember what it was, though. I have a ring on like, mine. It's like a fucking like, spectral goat oh, destroyer yeah, yeah, of yeah, objects. That. Yep. That's a rare, though, so remember the cost. It's a fun item, though. <laughs> <laughs> You break down shit. It does like extra damage to, you know, structures and stuff. Mm. Do I'm I intimately do... familiar with it because of a game. F pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'll go with one of the rare ones first. Do you either? Hmm, do I want to do the fireball one? You got the supernova or the, or the fulminator? Ooh. Do I want fireball or lightning bolt? That's the question. Oof, that's tough, man. I mean, Echo could already cast Fireball, but you can also cast fucking Fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the drawback here? I don't know, man. And one is definitely thematic. It's very true. Yeah. For the Hell Paladin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be, like, mad about Flavor flavor Jump, you know, like, extra Fireballs. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think think I'm going Fireball. What was it Okay, the Supernova is yours for 50K. This drops you guys down to a bunch of 50K left. So we have 50K now. So 
That's one rare item, two uncommon and a common, or five uncommon. No, no. Five, five common? No, no. Yeah, two five uncommon common. and a common, or five common. Yeah. There we yeah. go. What was my... Um, so I have a cloak of protection on That's my list. That's an uncommon. That'll be 20K. Okay. So I have mine picked out. Okay. So that means one of you guys... There's 30K left after that. First, let's go over the cloak of protection. So yeah. do you type that in? Yeah. Um, okay. So he, he, you know, holograms it for you. And uh, it can come in any color you want. It can have a different tailoring. It can look basically however you want. But it's made out of this uh, um, material that can project a force field Ooh. intermittently. And it gives you, what it, What does it give you? Like a plus something to AC? A plus AC? one to AC and a plus one to all my saves. Yeah, there you go. So you got a plus one to all your shit. So it just um, makes you a little harder to hit. Uh, I am... I'm looking at it like this interface is so well already. Like <laughs> I can see like what I'm going to attach it. Uh, basically on my bracer jack, I'm like doing a little drawing of um, of what I would look like. Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to look up, um, like basically it looks like blonde hair coming out the back of me. In like a Ooh, um, like zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna look like zero's cave. Okay, that's oh, badass. That's I mean, yeah, dope. Okay, cool. All right, zero. <laughs> okay, that leaves 30k, so that means either three common items or one uncommon and a common. So I imagine that staff I I hit you up with was rare. Let's see. Staff of wild something? Of the woodlands. I think that that was a... I'm pretty sure that was rare. So Yeah, I'll, it's a rare. I'll get that off. Um... Let me see. What was Freeland, the- are you are you shopping right now? Are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking to see what else I'm I'm looking to okay. see what to have. See because I really didn't find anything common that caught my eye. I didn't look at too much though. I mean Uh what was my um the cloak of displacement that's uncommon? Uh cloak of displacement. No, that's rare. Oh, and fuck. something okay. that Freeland's not allowed to have. Oh no, that was for me. Sorry. I know. Uh let me get rid of that if that was rare. Hat of disguise, was that? Hat of disguise is It's not showing up in uncommon, so I think Oh no, I was in rare, sorry. Hat of disguise is uncommon. Uncommon. Are you the... can afford it. That's 20k, but that would only leave Freeland with 10k. What about so the uh, discuss that. What about the ring of spell storing? Just so I I can know what is my yeah. shit is. Ring of spell storing is rare. Fuck. Okay. Um, and I can always, you know, pull back on my um, my cloak, like if I if you guys really need to, because I want some change left over so I can pay off a debt. I don't know if we're gonna have any. What kind of That's debt? what I mean. What, what like kind of debt do you got? Three k worth uh, to pop a midnight. <laughs> you mean it's a rain night? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. He's not very much like Papa and Midnight at all. No, but you, you can call him what you want. I'll call him what I want. <laughs> okay. So we have 30K, and then Freeland, you're still looking at your stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. The only other thing I had possible magic items was the Hat of Disguise, just because I'm so fucking tired of not being able mm. to disguise myself for more than an hour. Uh, Why don't you guys never have to disguise yourself? But, but yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, you probably will. But. That's the risk. Because I can already three matching hats of disguise. <laughs> I can already Some do it for fedoras. an hour. We'll but... be... We could be brownies. I don't want to be a brownie. <laughs> what about <laughs> Thank you? you? Thank you. For I mean, you guys that. can try and, um, you know, charisma Jimmy Ruffles to give you that extra uncommon, that extra ten k budget. Let's see what Freeland has, because I could I could not get the hat of disguise. That's not. Uh... 
like a must. Well, out of the list I gave, well, the only other one that was uncommon was the the magic missile. Uh, yeah. Stuff, so um, the. Um, um, I mean, it's only going to cost you a bonus action to to you know swap them out. Yeah. Hmm. But then if I do the uncommon, then Jake's stuck with a common one. So right. I'm willing to to. I'm okay with that. Up. I don't really know. I don't have anything as far as uncommon goes. So if. It's the needler versus the hat of disguise, essentially. Yeah. Okay. And yours seems doper than my <laughs> my thing that might not ever come up, but it might. But I mean, yeah. we fight shit anyways. We're wanted goddamn yeah. criminals. So Fights it's will not... come up. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 And maybe you just have to be smarter about your the the disguises disguise magic available to you now. I mean, you guys haven't really failed disguise stuff. Yeah. No, we part. haven't. I mean. Freelancers attacked you, but that's because they're smarter than your average bear. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True, true. So yeah, Freeland, if you want to get your, uh, like the, the AC boost was all I was after. So if you want to get your Needler, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll have 10 So you want the Needler? So I'll, I'll talk to Percy. Hey, Percy, yeah. so I, I really got my eye on that Needler uh, you know, <laughs> adaption for my arm here. Is it cool if I get that? Yeah, of Is course. Is there anything you want? You just let me know. But uh, uh, I mean... The hat of disguise was dope, but it's not necessary. I could already kind of do it, but it's only for an hour, and we get caught anyway. So I think <laughs> the needler will benefit us more. And then Echo, you can, I guess, keep the the ten k to pay off Zacer Bane. Hey Jimmy, um, I need a I need a little I need a little extra on top. I know we're dropping a lot of money here. I don't think uh, I don't think this is going to be unreasonable. You hear me out. Give me a charisma check of some sort. Okay. Can I, can I assist and kind of give him a little like little sure. help on what that one? Say? Yeah, man. I we, I think we really want these these last two items, but uh, if we can't get the one or the <laughs> other. We might. I don't know what we're gonna do. We might just have to take some some back home, some money back home. <laughs> okay. Give me a. You get a plus two, um, Echo. Uh, on top. Can I guide him also? Well, <laughs> you should. You should. Sure. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll put my hand on his on his shoulder be like the galaxy wants us to have these items echo let's go (laughs) is there a way i don't want to just like like start doing shit um but is there a way i can form this to be a lie so i can roll deception deception instead of persuasion what lie do you got you see my mother she my mother's very sick she's 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 held up in a hotel and sympathy got it i need to i need to get her three Three thousand credits, but I also really, really <laughs> want this rope, Jimmy. I think if for the ten k, can you give me the rope and send three k to my mom? Okay, go ahead. Okay, here we go. Dice don't fuck me now. That's a sixteen plus eight plus all that other shit. Yeah, that's more than yes. <laughs> and he's like, uh, for for an old friend, yeah. You, I'll throw in the rope for free. Hey. Thank you, Jimmy. That's, it, can can I can I can you can you can you can you teleport it down real quick? I want to yeah. take a look. He, Just make sure it's the thing I want. Yeah, you know? he types it like, in. Rope drops down. What does oh, it look like? What does it do? Um, what, that's that's interesting. What does it do? <laughs> I don't know, but that smells uh, heavenly. It smells <laughs> heavenly. God, so what is this made out of, Jimmy? Do you want me to actually say? The dankest rope. <laughs> it's made out of the dinkest shit I've ever seen. This one is, it looks and smells like it, it, okay, Jimmy. I don't even care what it does. I need, I need a rope. I need it to be good. Is it good? It's magic, right? It's good. I've never seen another rope like it. Me neither. This is super good uh, rope. Um, it's like a hundred feet. This is great. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he'll throw in that for free. Nice. The dankest rope. Um, 
Were make... you guys trying to get the hat too? That's what I was thinking we were trying to do. I was I trying d- to. That's um... not as important if. I would rather pick like a different uncommon thing if, if that's what we're doing. I mean, I'll whisper I could, to Jimmy. Like, I could get everything to you guys for your full budget, but then he won't be able to pay off his Acer Bane debt. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't. Mm. I, um, like I said, the AC boost was all I was hey, after. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just sidebar with you. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, you know, I'm rolling around with, um, you know, Fearbog. <laughs> Not very, you know, slight. Know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is there something? Do you have anything? <laughs> you anything here for us on on what we've got going on? Like we could do for well, this. I ha- I have the the hat of dis- disguise. I could get it all to you, but I'm gonna need the full two k, two hundred k. Oh, but my mom, Jimmy. Sorry about your mom. I mean, <laughs> it's up to you whether you want to help your mom out or you want to like disguise your burly furboat friend. Uh, I'm looking around. Looking around at my friends. I mean, I just threw in a free Dinkus robe. We could take that back out, and then you no, get the don't, hat. Don't, and get the money. A, don't get ahead of yourself. Let me talk to. Let me talk to these guys. They're just making sure that the, you it's, know. Since we're here, and you're the guy, and Jimmy, you know you're the guy. So just, you I know, know. I know. I'm the guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, like, hang on a second. It's really okay. What's up, we guys? don't. Yeah, we don't have to. It's. Yeah, Percy has said, "I don't want this fucking hat." Can we just leave? <laughs> so many times already. Well, we can have this imaginary debt floating over Echo still for another another arc or whatever it takes until I get more money. We could, um, or like we could have a fucking hat. Because Brian is like, "Why would I pay this debt when I can have this hat for Percy?" Did Percy have another uncommon item in mind? Or? I I only had rares. I think I don't know what else is on yeah. uncommon. As far as that, I was only really, I only put down on my list like four or five things, and it turned out everything was right. rare. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, okay, are you guys settling for the hat and all the money gone? It's up to Jake. Jake, I, I say no. If that's it's something that okay, all uh, right. Yeah. So no hat. You uh, Echo, you have ten k in the bank. He'll yeah. give you your change. Uh, he says, "Meet me in the other room. I'll, I'll get your inventory." Nice. Okay. He'll he'll pass everything over under the window uh, on the other side. Um, so just go over it. Echo, you got an amulet of health mm-hmm. and a cloak of protection. Yes. Um, Sebastian, you got two upgrades to your cannon, the supernova and the needler. Hey. Hell yeah. And Percy, what did you get again? I got the bracers of defense. Gauntlets. Oh, the bracers of defense. Yeah. Okay, cool. A lot of defensive stuff. Yes. That's cool. Um, I'm perfectly comfortable sharing this fucking awesome rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you got a rope. It's fucking dank. Yes, the dankest rope. Um, <laughs> be careful. This thing kind of stinks. <laughs> so, you guys are outfitted up. Is it time to head to the coordinates? Uh, is it time to? Well, I mean, like we're we're good. We we I get like free room and board under secrecy mm-hmm. in this circumstances. Yeah. So once. I'm sure we did that probably, and then we're ready to go. Okay, we can, like, can I go slop or whatever. Can I go you guys take off from Jexic, and as you guys are leaving, there's a news report. Hold on, Freeland's Freeland wants to do something. Oh, sorry, Freeland. I was go wondering ahead. if I can go get a tattoo real quick. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> what? It only costs you like 150. Okay, yeah, so 150 creds. Yeah. Do I, um, oh no, I'm, I'm going to be broke again, huh? No, I, I got, I got, I got like 250 left. So okay. Well, yeah, I guess, well, I guess you find a, par- a parlor. What do you get? Okay, so well, first off, I'm gonna cut my hair, so it's gonna be like because I had it kind of like long in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's gonna be really short mohawk all the way back. Ooh, and nice. And then on the sides, it's gonna be completely shaved. And I'm gonna write mm-hmm. something in Orcish. 
mm-hmm. and have them copy it on the side of my head. Okay. What do you say in Orkish? The, the Forsaken. Oh! <laughs> Metal. Cleaning <laughs> it Metal as fuck. Yeah. Fuck so yeah. I'll Forsaken and Orkish on the side of your head. Yep. That's How what I got dope. now. So I got oh, my, I got yeah, the Orcs are called the Forsaken. forsaken That's fucking yeah. badass. So I'm, uh, That's super cool. Super oh, short. What about you guys? Do you guys get tats? And, uh, tattoo. Uh, um, I would love to update my uh, my constellations if I can. All your animals? Yeah. Do we Absolutely. have uh, well, do we have enough be a for that? Pricey. It'll be like five hundred. Is that okay? Five hundred total credits. I mean, he's got ten thousand. Oh, I have ten thousand yeah, hanging out. Like, yeah, I definitely owe you guys. So let me pick up the tab on these. Oh, then um, yes. Thanks. I, uh, we, as long as you guys, <laughs> the the only thing I want is um, for you guys to come up with a an NPC for um, who's doing your tats. What is oh. it? Oh, gosh. What do they look like? What's their name? Because they're Echo's friend. And they're sketchy, and they have like a fucking like a rubber banded together tattoo gun. <laughs> Oof! It's at somebody's mm. fucking garage. God, I don't. Let's, uh, know. let's start with the race. Female goblin. There's a female there goblin. Ooh, how yeah. Um, okay, so female goblin. Uh, Will, you're done. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Freeland, you want to describe what they look like, or give them a name? I'll, I'll give them a name. Trixie. Hey. Trixie, the female goblin, and then um, uh, uh, Jake. What do they look like? Uh, can they look like the female uh, gremlin from Gremlins Two? Like super, like red lips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like yes. I this in. I am Holy glad. Shit. I am glad Jake described her. That's awesome. <laughs> I was Hell like, yeah. "Fuck, what gremlin. do I do?" But yes, yeah, that. Gremlins That's hilarious. Two. Oh, that's great. Oh, you're a laughing. Holy shit, yes. That's tricky. (laughs) Absolutely. 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 This is amazing. Yes. So you guys get your tats from Trixie the Goblin. Everybody, if you're driving right now, because this is a podcast, pull over. (laughs) Google this thing. (laughs) Don't already know. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what... Pause the podcast. All right. I don't know what animals I don't have yet. I think... I don't think I have uh, the Grimalkin um, or the or the uh, Yashi, so I was gonna get those two plus okay. uh, all of the uh, elemental forms. Okay, Tri- I'll be Trixie if you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Didn't you didn't you pick up another form the uh, the prismatic snake you've never used? Oh, that also and yes. the Hell Cow. <laughs> Can I use the Hell Cow uh, out of Hell? Cow. I thought that was a Hell only. Oh, I don't think you can actually, exclusive. No. Yeah, no, it's so a But that doesn't count as a tattoo. No, it's not like all no. the stuff you've ever been. Yeah. It's just like the stuff you can It's be. just you were bonded with the, you, with the, plane, the planet right? you were on yeah, 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 in yeah. that moment, but it's in a different dimension, so yes. you're no you're no longer have that connection. Then so yes. it says the Forsaken. Okay. <laughs> That's all done, sweetheart. You're gonna wanna get that touched up in two to three weeks. So make sure you schedule another appointment with either me or somebody else. I'm sure Echo can help you out. It's now, not gonna uh, happen. Yeah, and tell him tell him that you want Tell them that you want it outlined in white. It's really going to make it pop. And uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what do you? What did you want, sweetheart? Uh, I want a feline. Are we doing the cow? We're not doing the cow? No, <laughs> no cow. No cow. So cat, dinosaur, no cow. Uh, giant bird, fire lion, concrete bear, uh, and undisclosed water and wind. <laughs> She knows what it is, but you guys, you guys don't. <laughs> I mean, I guess I My can describe those. My hands starting to cramp up. Can, Echo, can you go get me a drink? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I, um, I'll just be waiting. Are you getting any work done? To, no, no, no. You know I don't want anything, Trixie. <laughs> okay. It's always a pleasure to see you, Echo. You're so cute. <laughs> okay. Okay, Trixie. <laughs> okay, so you guys get your tattoos. Yeah. You leave Jaxic. Yep. A news report comes in over the radio that a massive engagement has commenced on the Dwarven Goblin front. Dwarven, Goblin, Elven, and Draconic forces are locked in a Pyrrhic battle with eight full divisions engaging. It's the biggest single conflict the war has seen thus far. Um, the casualty count is expected to be the worst in living memory. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end the session oh. here. But let's Ooh. talk about your guys' level up before we end the episode. Yeah. So who wants nice. to go first and tell me how you've gone from level 11 to level 12? Uh, Freeland, are you I'll, ready I'll, at I'll all? I'll go ahead and go jump in that. So. Sure. Yeah, so I'm just going to actually, I'm going to jump a level level 11 paladin. Um, stay Hexblade 1, so 11 and 1. Uh, with that improvement to 11, I get the improved Divine Smite. Oh, oh nice. shit. What does that do? So I have an extra D8 for each attack. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That it? That's it, yeah. All right, cool. Um, I'll go next in regular uh, fashion. Uh, So I'm going up 12, so staying pure pure druid. That's an ability score increase. I'm going to increase my dex by 2 up to 14. Nice. So with those added bracers of defense, my AC is now 16 and way better than 13. (laughs) So now hopefully I can stay as... (laughs) Percy, uh, maybe a little bit more. I guess we'll see. Um, and that's it. I didn't really get any new spells or anything. Uh, I can now uh, wild shape into CR4 things. So hopefully I get a new Pokemon soon. Nice. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. that's it. You will. That's, that's, that's me. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take a level in Rogue. This is going to be my second level, which is very fitting for this episode. I did all kinds of Rogue stuff. True, true. Um, that's going to give me my cunning action, and uh, I believe a D8 to my health. Is it D8? Yeah, it's yeah. a D8 with Rogue. Um, so now I can take um, bonus action on each of my turns. I can disengage or hide or dash. Nice. Um, <clears throat> I also am going to get a huge bump in, in HP. Um, with my magic item, we're going to hash that out. I'll roll my HP. I'll just roll this D8 real quick. That's what I do on the show. Just everybody doesn't do it, and then I just do it at the end. That's a four, <laughs> plus my con. Now, is this con going to be with the amulet? It's a 19. That's yeah. nice. So it's, That's real nice. It's a good item. I'm going to have to calc that up, that up for yeah. sure. And then, um, yeah, the dash. And then now my, AC, my base AC is now going to be 18. I get a plus one to yeah. all my saving throws as well. Uh, as long as I have my item on. When you give yourself the amulet in D&D Beyond, it'll calculate it all for you. Hell yeah, I got to make sure my items are on point in D&D Beyond then. And then um, Echo uh, probably has some stuff in the works for his um, armor magic item we've alluded to for a couple episodes now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing like wizard research and shit at home. So mm-hmm. maybe Aloea is working on something for me right now. Sure. I'll just kind of put it at that. And she's like, okay, well, I've got the framework for what you wanted and I'll, I'll figure it out while okay. you're gone. All right. Codename Echo. I hope you are well. I've completed the analysis of your most recent acquisitions. They are compatible and will make for interesting additions to your particle card alongside my original proposals for upgrade. 
sharp as ever. Thank you for taking the time to do this, Aloy. <laughs> Codename, Refrain. You know as well as I do this line is secure, yes? You're too much like father. These protocols are set in place for a reason, yes? Yes, sister, they are. Now, you received my circuit designs. I did. And they are built to specification. To the very last detail. Good. Processing should not take more than a few moments according to initial readouts. Are preparations completed on your end? Of course. Feel free to begin at your leisure, Refrain. Bonding with the Starling complete. Integration process initialized. Echo takes a deep breath and closes his eyes. A silver cloud of nanoparticles begins to form in front of him. Hovering over the items placed upon his workbench, the cloud floats downward on each of them. The particles rest amorphously before suddenly taking form in the exact likeness of each item. A silver replica enveloping what was. Elemental circuit integration complete. Amulet of health integration complete. Cloak of protection integration complete. The dangus broke integration complete. Another breath and the particles start to move again. Becoming once more a nebula of glimmering specks before gradually disappearing, leaving no trace of the items on the workshop behind. Go on, give it a test. Without a word, Echo activates his particle guard. A reflection of himself is projected from his ship. He eyes a cylindrical holster just above his left wrist, a new circular light glowing on his chest, and the billowing swaths of gold that now taper from his shoulders and neck. It's a bit fleshy. I like it. Powerful. As expected of you. Now for the matter of your combat efficiency analysis. It is lacking. The fighting habits you've acquired in your travels while versatile are incompatible in terms of your untapped potential. Training and other physical aspects you've maintained could prove meaningful, but do not translate well to the intricacies of the blade songs things stand. I assume this is nothing you do not already know. Yes, but there is no time for training now. There is too much to be done too soon for that. With the upgrades to my armor, I am powerful enough now to do what must be done. It is unwise of you to place such significance on the physical echo. You continue to forget our mother's teachings. Your mind is what makes you strong, and our bond is a people. I know it will take time, but you must overcome your fears. But for now, there may be something more I can do to help. I am listening. I have fought many battles in your absence. I have worked endlessly and have attained much. We are kin, and as such share a bond stronger than most. It is because of these circumstances that I believe my experience can be passed on to you. What exactly are you suggesting? The particle guard is the answer. That in the blade song. I believe it is possible to overlay my battle experience. A detailed analysis of combat over the last 10 years for my own PG can be uploaded to yours. Our unique compatibility along with an algorithm of my own design theoretically makes this possible. However... Risks? It will change you. It will rewrite memories. Aspects of physical skill. It will substitute past experience with my own. I can target these memories with your assistance, but I cannot make you any guarantee that it will work until we try it. And I do not wish to take from you what was earned, should you wish to keep it. There is such little room for error. 
There are forces out of my control threatening the destruction of all we know. If I must sacrifice to make up for lost time, so be it. I will need every advantage I can take to protect what is truly important. I understand. Algorithm XIX activated. Unification required before initialization. You must remember what you wish to replace once unification is complete. Stay focused. Do not think about anything you do not wish to lose. Understood. We must speak our truth. Brother and sister, the two activate their blade song. When shadows cast upon my heart, the light of mind remains. Our spirit summons forth our song, united once again. And with our power comes a call to forge the world anew. Ignite our mighty spirit and remind us of our truth. Rewrite sequence initiated. Please maintain unification. Sacrifice in exchange for power. A price Echo is willing to pay to save those he wishes to protect. He remembers his time away learning new ways to fight, his old teachers. But then he remembers something else instead. The hard-fought battles of a warrior much like himself, or rather who he used to be, and a piece of himself is reborn. Algorithm XIX complete. Rewrite successful. So you guys are on the way to the coordinates given to you by Archduke Ramazal. And on your way, Percy finds herself feeling lost and vulnerable. The loss of Victoria, the reemergence of Carter, and the weight of the war have all taken mental and spiritual toll on her. Normally, the caretaker of the others in the group, Percy now finds herself in need of comfort and guidance herself. And so she does the only thing that she can think to do. Percy takes the time to meditate and commune with the galactic spirit. Percy finds herself on the edge of her spiritual sphere. Stars above shining like diamonds in the sky, reflecting off the water of the infinite ocean that is her sphere. In patient meditation, Percy waits for the galactic spirit to commune with her. And she waits, and she waits, and she waits. But the galactic spirit does not come. Every time Percy has found herself in need, the galactic spirit has come to give both guidance and comfort. But now the sky of the spiritual realm remains cold and indifferent. She attempts to reach out to a sphere she recognizes then instead. Yuma's. But try as she might, the distant sphere is close to her, as if Yuma is distracted or unable to feel the call of her druidic sister. In this moment, Percy feels despair. Like the days of her childhood, she feels truly alone and abandoned in this moment. A stark, irrational fear grips her, and as she struggles to maintain her composure, she nearly loses her connection with the spiritual realm. But then a low, deep voice from behind her distracts and startles the young druid. What troubles you, child? Why do you call out so brightly? Percy, you turn to see an older Furbolg male standing behind you. You recognize him as Rohorn, the speaker of the Furbolgs on Arcadia. Though instead of the council uniform, 
you have seen him wearing. He is instead adorned in armor made of smooth and seamless white wood of what could only be a Sildarian tree. Green living leaves adorn the joints of the armor, and a laurel crown rests upon his brow. What do you say? Oh, Rohorn, how did you find me? What, what are you doing here? I was meditating upon my own spiritual sphere when I saw yours shine brightly. I recognized it was yours. And us singers, especially us speakers, um, are almost entirely of a druidic order. Um, it is not so hard to reach out to another druid of which we have personally met. Oh, I need to practice that. I only have... Uh, drugs and um, <laughs> and uh, other other illicit means to to get to this plane. Uh, I think I've gotten a little bit better at uh, meditating to get here, uh, but usually it is it is psychedelics. I have heard of these chemicals that make uh, reaching your spiritual state much easier, but as with most things, uh, practice uh, leads to mastery. Of course. Still, um, you've called me here. I saw your star shining brightly and I felt your pain. What is it that ails you so? I just... I just feel lost, Rohorn. Um, we, we just lost the captain of our ship. The, the heart and soul of, of the team. And I also fear... Um, the orc uh, paladin that you that you met on Arcadia um, I fear he's going down a path that I won't be able to follow if he continues down it and I just don't know how to proceed I don't know what to do Rohorn thinks on this for a minute and he says It is one thing to understand that all life is one life, and that death and loss is the natural end of the time allotted to us before we must return, and an entirely other thing to have reached such enlightenment as not to feel pain of grief. It is natural to feel um, the pain of loss, but it's important to remember that loss is natural. He goes on to say, this war has taken much from many, loved ones, homes, livelihoods, and I know something of this pain of grief you feel. I once had a brother, but he is gone now, taken from me. He then mutters something under his breath and seems to shake his head mm. and says, but this is not about my grief. Your friends must mean something very important to you. And your former captain, you honor her deeply with your grief. Grief is a terrible thing, but it's also a beautiful thing. It hurts deeply and profoundly, and yet it is love persevering loss, reminding you of something cherished. Still, it is also dangerous. A grief overindulged can be intoxicating, leading to acts of anger, resentment, self-pity, and self-harm. It is okay to grieve, young person. Do not, do not grieve over much. It would dishonor your lost ones to do so. 
you know, I got a, a very similar conversation with another druid that helped me uh, the first time I lost a, a compatriot. Um, I, I find myself prone to the, the acts of anger uh, and uh, leaning more into my animalistic side because it is the best way to, instead of keeping it in, it's better just to let it out. You've been relying on your survivalistic side, it seems. Yes. Though you are Furbolg, you are not of the singers. I can sense that the song does not thrum within you. Have you ever heard it? Uh, no. I've, I don't know if I've ever really seen singers, uh, perform other than when you guys were um, meditating or singing over uh, Prim in the garden. Mm, Yes, one of our songs of healing. The song is, well, it is complicated, and many spend their entire lives pondering upon the nature of the song. But essentially, it is a rhythm and harmony that permeates all life. We, and he gestures at both you and him, The singers have a natural predisposition to hear it, though I've heard tales of others successfully doing so. It changes and is ever-changing, and we ourselves can change it, for it is many songs. But there is one song in particular I wish to speak of with you. It is named the Song of Grievance. It is a powerful song, and thus one most easily heard. I would teach it to you if you wish. It may help you in finding your way. Though I warn you, it has the potential to unlock suppressed memories of pain. So much so that some have even come to call it the Song of Remembrance. I would have you know this before agreeing to learn. Um, I think think I'll take any help that I can get, and learning more about the songs and singers um, is something I've, I've wanted ever since we got to this time. So please... Uh, Master Rohorn, help me. He nods. <clears throat> he takes a seat on your spiritual sphere and uh, proceeds to sit in a meditation pose, and he gestures for you to sit beside him. Sure, yeah. So we'll go over and uh, kneel down. Rohorn closes his eyes and begins to speak to you, Percy, and he says, Listen to the sound of your heart, to the sonance of your breath. Feel the harmony of your emotions and the emotions of those around you. And then Rohorn begins to sing, a rhythmic melody escaping his throat, low and mournful, slow and strong, tender and solemn. This song has no words, and it needs no words, for hearing it draws tears from the eyes and causes an ache in the soul. Percy, you are awash with emotion but you listen all the same. The song seems familiar somehow, as if you have sang it before, and soon, before you realize how or when, the song is escaping from you as well. You feel it to the core of your being. It vibrates to the base of your heart and your soul. It pours from you. It is you. And the memories pour from you as well. Thank you.
You first hear the voice of a woman, angry and crying. You become aware that you are sitting on a rug on a stone floor. You are wearing a simple cotton dress. You are also quite small, somewhere between two and a half to three feet tall. Before you on the floor are some small wooden toys. Looking around you, Percy, you see a small, quaint, one-roomed cottage. Cozy. Home. A tall, furbolg woman is speaking to a furbolg man dressed in green robes. The man looks stern and stoic. The woman looks distressed. No, there has to be something else we can do. I can't accept this. I won't accept this. Go back to the council and tell them I refuse. The man in the robes speaks. Rinna, you know I cannot do that. I mourn for you, I really do. But we must do as is called upon us to do. She's just a little girl. A baby. My baby. Yes, she is but a child. But a child born marked by the wood for more. She bears the likeness of the white stag. You knew this day would come sooner or later. You were witness, as we all were, to the calamitous sign in the sky. A burning black star falling from the heavens. We have communed with the wood. She has come calling, and we must listen. But why? Why so soon? Tell me, why would she do this to me? I have honored her soil and nurtured her boughs, and yet she pierces my heart in kind. The wood's will is not so clear even to I. She loves us and provides for us, but she sees beyond our short sight and short lives. She calls for a reason beyond what we are allowed to know. She calls for the girl, Rinna. We must give her to the wood. The man steps away. You will have some time. Three days. The council will recommune with the wood. But in all our time as listeners, she has never changed her mind. The man leaves the cottage, and you are left a moment, listening to the sound of a woman crying. Um... Percy will just look around because I'm sure she doesn't really um, think back on this moment a lot uh, or at all because this is unlocked by this dope. Uh, yeah, this is unlocked. This is this, this is a suppressed song. memory. Uh, so she's just going to look around her home and uh, look at her uh, mother and just be crying while she's like just aimlessly looking around. Your mother hears you crying, and she rushes over to you and takes you in her arms, and the memory fades. And a new memory fades in. You first hear the sound of rustling leaves and the soft crunch of boots on soil. You feel a deep chill in the air. Around you, a deep mist roils, and the trees of an ominous forest stand stark and white. You are held in the arms of a female furbolg, Rinna. The one from before. Your mother. You are still small. Over her shoulder you see a group of seven row figures following. You travel like this for some time, your mother clutching you close. Eventually, you come to a stop at a crossroads in the wood. Your mother sets you down. Her eyes are red with freshly fallen tears. The seven row figures stop forty feet back. Rinna kneels before you, her dark brown eyes stare into yours. Though you may never forgive me, know that you were never unwanted, my child, but were taken from me. You must go to the wood, for she is your mother now. 
If you can remember one thing I tell you, though you are still just a babe, you must learn to listen, my Persephone. Listen to the wood, and she will protect and provide. Listen to her song, and I will listen too. And know that you and I are still connected through her. Remember to listen, my child. Rena hugs you and stands and begins to walk away. As your mother's form begins to fade in the fog, you cry out and begin to make chase. And in that moment, a sudden strong wind picks up and causes you to trip and fall. Dizzy, you slowly stand back up. You are still standing at the crossroad, but the fog has grown thicker. The sound and the sight of your mother are nowhere to be found. You are alone and it is cold. Standing at the crossroad, you hear a sound to the west, a whistling wind. And then you hear a sound from the north, a babbling brook. And then you hear a sound from the east, the eerie cooing of morning doves. What do you do? Um, I think I would go north towards the babbling brook. Water feels, uh, safe, essential. Hmm. You wander down the path for some time, and eventually the fog breaks, revealing a small stream running through the wood, and... Standing at the stream, drinking from its cold waters, stands an enormous white stag. It towers over you as it looks up from its drinking. And when it sees you, it steps forward. And it appears to begin walking past you, but right as it comes up to your side, it stops. It leans down on its knees and lays before you. It is apparent that it wishes you to mount. Oh, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll jump on. <laughs> that sounds You're very, awesome. <laughs> very brave two-year-old. Let me just tell you that. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, yeah. I feel uh, sure, yeah. I feel like I would have some sort of like kinship with animals at this point. And, uh, yeah, I feel absolutely. like this is something that she's always had. Sure, absolutely. And the moment you are upon the stag's back, it immediately stands, turns back from whence it came, and you two together travel deeper into the wood. And here, the memory fades. A new memory fades in. You first hear a snarl of a beast. A great boar stands before you. You are grown now and strong, a survivor, taught well in the ways of nature. Shown her many forms by the wood, the boar charges, its tusks aiming to maim you. You call upon the form of a bear and become the bear. You swipe at the boar in one strong motion, and you tear out its throat with one more. Dinner. You spend the day taking the meat back to your quaint hovel. You skin and carve the beast. Cook a hot meal and begin the preservation of the rest. And then you hear the call. The wood. You venture outside to find the great white stag waiting for you. And again it kneels. Do you mount it? Uh, yes. The stag carries you through the wood and over the rivers. Through the night you travel. Till you find yourselves at the wood's end. The stag stops. It kneels for you to dismount. Uh, I will do so and give him some uh, give him some scritches under his neck <laughs> and maybe give him he some... Deeply like, <laughs> en- he deeply enjoys the scritches. Give him some, like, uh, carrots or some sort of uh, veggie that I have on me. Uh, he happily eats the carrots and veggies you have on you. Hell yeah. And just say, uh, <laughs> thank you for the ride and uh, 
turn towards whatever it is I'm uh, looking, looking for. You find yourself at the woods end and see hilly plains out before you. This is further than you've ever traveled. You've never left the wood before. And behind you, the stag seems to stare into the distance, into the unknown outside. I will look towards the horizon. <clears throat> you do this for a time, for just a moment. And then when you turn back, the stag is gone. You feel a great sense of loss. You know what the wood is telling you. You must leave. It is time. You listen one last time, and the song of grieving fills your heart. But is it you or the wood that grieves? It is impossible to tell. You turn to walk away, and the memory fades. Percy, you awaken with tears in your eyes. You are back on your spiritual sphere. Rohorn is still beside you. But above you someone has joined, for above you stands the galactic spirit, a great bird of cosmic light and life, and it lies its head down before you and looks deep into your eyes, the same way your mother did, and then it begins to sing. It is singing the song of grieving, the song of remembrance. With that being said, I think we can end this episode of Super cool. Quest Saga. Hell yeah. If you like this show, please like, subscribe, comment, uh, leave a review on iTunes. So important. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Please. Bye. Bye bye. My family have worked the land for generations. My gran says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready, for a great evil is coming, and death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts.